Hello and welcome back to this course to your beautiful purpose. I am your host, Zari Cox. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode. I am excited and happy to be here uh, recording and bringing to you the word that God has placed on my heart. I hope everyone is is doing well, that you're staying prayed up. I'm going to continue to remind you to stay at the feet of God and uh, lay all your troubles on him, right? It's, it's, he's our father. He's there to uh, comfort and lead and guide and help us. Um, like I always like to say, I always pray that his will be done in my life with the free will that he's given to me and so i'll continue to encourage you to do the same uh this episode i'm going to talk about wisdom i'm going to talk about how how do you prove that you're wise and manifesting a wise attitude and being wise in in adversity and living a fulfilled life and searching for wisdom again it's that important that um, I talk about this today. I have many other episodes that I'll be bringing to you along the line. Um, many other things I want to share. I also will probably share one of my poetry pieces, one of my spiritual poetry pieces um, that I have written. I'm constantly writing poems, <laughs> I'm constantly writing poetry. So that's kind of like something I do at any time, like in the in the midst of working during the day, I can just open my notepad and these thoughts start to come to my mind and, and I really flow like that. Um, that's something that God has really, uh, you know, it's it's like it's it keeps sprouting to the top. I do have a poetry page for those of you who want to check it out. It's Dairy Poetry's Lounge. And I, wrote, I write different types of poetry on there. Uh, love pieces pieces that you know want to bring awareness to uh the things that that matters a lot to me spiritual pieces and stuff like that um there could be a book in the work but i'll keep you posted on that that's something that i enjoy doing and i enjoy doing it anytime like sometimes it's really interesting i can be i jump up on my not jump up but i open my eye these weird hours in the morning and these thoughts start to come and more my my phone is like right by the bedside so i would just reach for it and i would just start jotting down whatever comes to mind and sometimes you know when i when i get up i'm like oh my goodness i wrote this and then i will try to perfect it the best the, the way the best way i know how to so it's something that i've been doing a lot of i've been doing a lot of writing all right so uh let's get on to talking about proving that you are wise and this scripture is from james 3 13 it says who among you is wise and understanding let him show by his good behavior his deeds and the gentleness of wisdom we all know that or we should know that divine wisdom produces a changed life right the one who possesses godly wisdom would show it in his life, his or her life. That's why James says, let him show by his good behavior, his deeds. That's to say, you can find that scripture in James 3.13. You know, the phrase let him show is a command to demonstrate one's wisdom and understanding. 
That is the trust of James 2.14 through 26. It summarizes in verse 26. Faith without works is dead. A person's claim to have faith will be validated by his or her works. Similarly, James is saying that if you claim to be wise, you need to demonstrate it. From God's perspective, wisdom is made manifest by the way a person conducts his or her life. So how will a person show he has true wisdom? By his good behavior, right? Um, the Greek word translated good means lovely, beautiful, attractive, noble, or excellent. The term translated behavior speaks of one's lifestyle or activity. If a person truly has divine wisdom and, and live faith, living faith, he will show it by his good conduct and excellent lifestyle. James become he becomes specific when he says, let him show by his good behavior his deeds. He is focusing on the details. The wisdom of God alters not only your general conduct, but also what you do specifically. Every act within a person's life is consistent with how he conducts his entire life. If it's a life based on the wisdom of God, each aspect of his life will reveal that. The general pattern of his life and the specific things he does will reflect the work, the way, and the will of God. So I want you to take time, you know, like I often do, take time to examine your life and see whatever and see whether your conduct proves that you possess the true wisdom of God. And I also want to suggest that um, you pray, right? A wise person will manifest good behavior. And you read Psalms 119, 33 to 40, making the prayer of the psalmist your own, right? So moving on to manifesting a wise attitude. And I'm going to read that scripture again, James 3, 13. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior, his deeds, and the gentleness of wisdom. A wise person is a gentle person. A believer will demonstrate that he possesses the wisdom of God not only by his behavior, but also by his attitude. True wisdom is characterized by gentleness and is the opposite of self-promotion and arrogance. Gentleness is the trait that characterizes our Lord. In Matthew, 9, 11, Matthew 11, 29, he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. It is also a trait belonging to all the members of his kingdom. In Matthew 5, 5, the Lord says, Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Gentleness is also a fruit of the Spirit. The word translated gentleness is from the Greek word pros, which can also be translated meek or tender. Pros is often used of a gentle voice, a gentle breeze, or a gentle animal. It was also used of a horse that was broken. The Greeks characterized meekness as power under control. In the believer's case, that means being under the control of God. It's, it's a freedom from malice, from bitterness, or any desire for revenge. The only way to truly define meekness is in the context of relationships because it refers to how we treat others. 
it should characterize our relationship with both man and with God. So how about your attitude? Is it characterized by meekness, by humility, by gentleness and mildness? Or do you tend to display an arrogant, selfish attitude towards others? So Christ is a perfect example of gentleness, right? So we need to thank him for his tribute and ask him to help us to be more like him. I want to talk about being wise in adversity. So wisdom teaches us how to handle adversity. In this wonderful commentary on the book of James, Robert Johnstone wrote the following about meekness. That the meek should inherit the earth, that they hear wrongs and exemplify the love which seeketh not her own to a world that believes in high-handedness and self-assertion. And pushing the weakness to the wall, a statement like this of the Lord from heaven cannot but appear an utter paradox. The man of the world desires to be counted anything but meek or poor in spirit and would deem such a description of him equivalent to a charge of unmanliness. Ah, brethren, this is because we have taken in Satan's conception of manliness instead of God's. One man has been shown us by God in whom his ideal of man was embodied and he, when he was reviled, reviled not again, when he suffered, threatened not, but committed himself to, to him that judged righteously. He for those who nailed him to the tree prayed, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. The world's spirit of wrath that must be folly whilst then a spirit of meekness like his in the midst of controversy, oppositions, trials of whatever kind, there can be no sure evidence that Jesus made of God to his people wisdom. John Stone recognized more than a hundred years ago what we need to know today that the wisdom of God is arrogant, conceited, and self-serving, whereas the wisdom of no, I'm sorry, the wisdom of man is arrogant, conceited, and self-serving, whereas the wisdom of God is humble, meek, and non-retaliatory. The contrast between false wisdom and true wisdom is crystal clear. Be sure you handle adversity in a Christ-like way, knowing that every detail of your life is under God's sovereign control. And thank the Lord for his example of how to respond to adversity. So, I am going to touch on living a fulfilled life. Um, so, Ecclesiastes 12, 13 goes, Fear God and keep his commandments. Living, living life apart from God is futile, right? The book of Ecclesiastes is greatly misunderstood. It is a difficult book to read, though, simply because it is hard to understand. Everything in it appears wrong and as if it doesn't fit the rest of the scripture. But it is part of the Old Testament wisdom literature because it is the statement of human wisdom. Ecclesiastes tells us how man perceives his world, God and the realities of life. Most scholars believe Ecclesiastes was penned by Solomon. 
They debate whether he wrote it before he was a true believer or after. He may have written it in retrospect or he may have penned it sometime before he had a full understanding of the light-changing truth of God. Ecclesiastes is a fascinating book because it reveals the folly, the uselessness, senselessness, and frustrations of human wisdom that which James calls earthly, natural, demonic. And you can read that in James 3.15. And in Ecclesiastes 1.16, Solomon says to himself, Behold, I have magnified and increased wisdom more than all who were over Jerusalem before me. So that verse shows me that when God initially gives Solomon wisdom, he gives it to him on a human level. He gives Solomon wisdom to make successful decisions and judgments as king. But although divine wisdom was available to him, I believe Solomon opted for human wisdom the greater portion of his life. And that wisdom was never able to answer his ultimate questions. The son of Solomon's perspective on human wisdom is in Ecclesiastes 4.23. I congratulated dead who are already dead more than the living who are still living. But better off than both of them is the one who has never existed. That's a death wish and his logic is a logical end of worldly wisdom, futility. Fortunately, Solomon did eventually embrace true wisdom. At the end of his book, he said the conclusion, when all have been heard is fear God and keep his commandments because this applies to every person and you can see that in 12 13 what then can satisfy your heart and make life worth living the wisdom of God alone so ask God to help you follow his way for a blessed and fulfilled life moving on to how we search for wisdom where 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 can wisdom be found Job 28.12 Wisdom is found in a person, not in a place. In ancient days, men would drill a shaft deep into a mountain or the ground, suspend themselves with a rope and hang in the shaft while they try to find some metal or precious stone to mine. In the Old Testament, Job described the process this way. He, man, sinks a shaft or far from habitation, forget by the foot. They hang and swing to and from far from men, right? The miners search far below the earth's surface for anything that was precious. Man goes to great efforts to search for precious metals. But Job says, where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. Pure gold cannot be given in exchange for it, nor can silver be weighed as its price. Nothing in the world can buy wisdom. It can be found in the things of the world. So where does wisdom come from? Job says it is hidden from the eyes of all living. Abaddon, destruction and death says, with our eyes we have heard a report of it. God understands its ways and he knows its place. If you are searching for wisdom, you have to go to God. He knows where wisdom is because he looks to the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. And to man, he said, Behold the fear of the Lord 
that is wisdom and to depart from evil is understanding. So what is true wisdom? To fear God and depart from evil. Wisdom isn't a question of how much you know, but of whether you love the Lord your God and depart from sin. Only when you pursue God will you know true wisdom. So ask God to help you adorn your life with the ornaments of true wisdom and have a winsome testimony that attracts others to Christ. I hope that you enjoy this episode of the Scars to Your Beautiful Purpose. I have so much more to bring to you in the coming weeks. And I know I've been a little bit, you know, every time I come on here, I'm like, oh, forgive me, I'm back and forth. And so that's what happens in life. Like, you know, I have to plan out the podcast. Um, I'm also working on the foundation to help women and abuse women and children. I'm also working on the sequel to The Child Within. Um, That book specifically was uh, spirit-led, right? I wanted to tell a story and I asked God to guide me because I wasn't sure what was my second book to write about. And that pretty much is a spirit-led book. And so I'm working on the sequel to that while I'm also in the midst working on a little project that I thought was important to bring out at this time that will be coming out in January. So you can look out for that. Um, while at the same time, my skincare line, because as I've mentioned, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it now that the skincare line that I've started is a way to help found a foundation. You know, we can always ask for grants, we can always ask people to donation for donations and stuff like that. But I wanted to, because of the problems I have with my skin personally, I wanted to create something that can help others with their skin, their their troubles with their skin. And so I've started something. I brought out these products that I have, four of them. They've been working, but overall I am looking for something. I'm actually in the process of creating another recipe that I think overall will be much more satisfactory than the one I have now. So you can look out for that. I will keep you posted on that for those of you who want to purchase if you want to make a donation. I do have uh, the links somewhere. they are on my IG page, my personal IG page at I am Derry Cox. You can go over there and you can run through my videos. Um, I, I really did not think that I was going to be talking about like uh, the foundation and stuff today. But I will be, in coming weeks, I will be doing that. I will bring a mixture of the word with also other things that I'm working on because I want to have that balance. Um, and it's okay. You know, everything everything's fine. Everything works together for, for those who love the Lord. And and so um, all this is all the things that God has placed on my heart to do. And so the foundation 
there's been like little setbacks here and there in the past year and a half. It's like with my health, with so many other things that I was dealing with personally, kind of feel like I was, I had my back against the wall and I was fighting to get these things done that God has placed on my heart. But I know how, I always know when the enemy tries to come in and stop progress, especially progress on my life and the, the from one place to the other where God is taking me, I always I'm grateful to God that I'm my eyes is my eyes are open that I am able to see what's happening and so everything is coming together one bit at a time because what God has for me no one can take away no one can stop it no matter how they try and so I keep with my faith and my strength and everything that I believe in I keep pushing forward because I know that God is right here with me and he has my back and this is what he wants for me. And so with that, the strong belief and, and with my faith, I keep pushing forward. And so that's basically what's been going on. But July 2023, I know this year I said I was launching the Proof Skin Care Line, the Proof Foundation this year. There was so many things that happened. I had surgery in July. It was just beyond crazy but like i said i saw it all coming um i was able to recognize what was happening to me and so next year july 2023 i don't have the date pinned down that will be the official official launch of the proof skincare line and the proof foundation will be right here in new york i am going to celebrate because god has made everything possible and you know, sometimes I think back and, and I'm saying to myself, no, I know that God has shown me these things on my heart, but maybe he just showed me so that I can prepare for them, like I'm preparing. I think there was one or two instances where I may have pushed forward when he didn't say to move. And so there's something else I want to say today, that when you're listening to God, like if he shows you something, continue to pray about it until he says to move and I think there is some instances where I moved before I heard go you know from him and so that's something that's important there to keep in mind and so anyway you learn you live and you learn every day and and the more you the more I become closer to God the more I understand how he operates the more I understand how he moves how he works and so it is easier for me going forward to know what I hear when I hear take it easy or don't go yet or wait or this is what I'm showing you start to prepare I didn't say to go but start to prepare and so it's 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 good when you have that personal relationship, but over time you get to learn how God moves, how he operates, how he is operating in your life. And so you have that, you'll have that, he, he got your back, like he got mine. So just remember that when you listen, you pray and you consistently ask him to continue to guide and show you. That's what I use my free will for that he's given me. I go right back to him and ask for his will to be done. And so... I don't know, every time I talk about that, I keep remembering. Every time I talk, I keep remembering that this one woman who said, I think that's that's good that she came into that place where she reminded me that I know, you know, kind of like, okay, God gives us free will. And I'm like, yes, I know. But that same free will that he's giving to me, I am going back to him 
to ask that his will be done in my life and that he guides me and that he and he leads me and so i know that my feet are ordered by the lord and he goes before me and he clears my path and that's something that is encouraging to me that is something that has blessed my heart and my soul and everything that you can possibly think about and I just want to encourage you to continue to be strong, continue to stay prayed up, keep your head up. Um, don't forget to pray for others in good way. Don't forget to, to um, regardless of what you're going through, it really tells the kind of person you are by how you still treat the people around you. And you still look to God regardless of how hard you're following regardless of remember he will never leave you or forsake you and he wouldn't give you more than you can handle the situations in, that we come in life is either to teach us something and i believe that it's definitely definitely to be a lesson for us to learn to push us to our next and and those are all things that i'll be jotting down in a book at some point my walk with god and how he maneuver in my life when I first wrote my book, The Scars I Come With, I told, I spoke about the past, how what I went through, the trauma that I've endured, how I became that person with a mindset that no matter what I go through, I continue to push forward. Now, in the last two or three years after the book was written, now I can see how I've seen God maneuver in my life. And I've seen the different changes. I've seen the maturity. I've seen the growth that comes with knowing who God is and knowing who I am in Christ, who I am in him and the way he loves me like no one else can love me. And I think that's, I know, I wouldn't say thing. I know that that's the fuel to my drive, the, the, the thing that fuels me. And I keep pushing forward no matter what, no matter who left my side, no matter who may gossip about me, no matter who may um, lie about me or judge me in any type of way or think I'm, you know, I think that I'm perfect or whatever may come and the things that I hear and all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, I'm still me. I'm still dairy. I'm still human with flaws. And I don't think I'm perfect. I know I'm not perfect. I have so many things that I continue to work on personally that I don't share with people because um, that's my business and that's between me and God. So I know that, you know, I, I <laughs> so many things that I can sit here and blabber about, but that's not why I'm here today. Um, so yeah, so continue to keep me in your prayers and and I continue to pray for all those of you who listen, continue to share with your friends, if you feel with your family members. Um, and um, yeah, continue to listen, continue to support. I really do appreciate it. I did want to read one of my poetry, but I don't think I have time for this one. So don't forget to uh, follow me on Instagram at I am Dari Cox, my poetry paid poetry. Uh, Derry's Poetry Lounge and also the Prove Skincare, which is P R E U V E Skincare. Watch out for that page. There's much more information and new, new products and everything that's coming up uh, in a couple of months. Thank you again for watching the Scars to Your Beautiful Purpose. I am your host, Derry Cox. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay prayed up. Thank you again. Love you all.